I recently found out that the pornography industry is a $12 billion industry. And guess what? They're targeting our young children. Today's guest, Barb Winters, is going to discuss what we can do to prepare our children. And you won't believe at what age we need to have some of these discussions. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Barb Winters is a pastor's wife and a parent of four adult children, one of whom is a recovering pornographic addict. She's a hopeful mom supporting, encouraging, and offering hope to parents in this digital world through her writing and speaking engagements. Her book, Healthy Relationships in a Hookup World, will be released in August 2023. And I'm just so happy to have her on the show. So you can connect with Barb at her website, hopefulmom.net, and be sure to subscribe for post updates and information on her book and a free PDF titled Seven Steps After Your Child Sees Porn. Welcome to the show, Barb. Thank you. I'm so blessed to be here. Such a privilege. We're blessed to have you. So can you tell us about yourself and you know, a little bit of your background. Who is Barb? Sure. I am a pastor's wife, been pastor's wife for quite some time. I have four grown adult children now, one of whom is a recovering pornography addict, as you mentioned, which is kind of leads into what I do. I am a sexual risk avoidance behavior specialist, which means we go into schools and we talk with kids about making healthy choices and avoiding risky behaviors. So that's a little bit about me, a lot going on. Do you go to schools locally or out of state? Locally. Locally. I work for a local nonprofit and they hire us to come in and do that. Well, can you tell us about hopefulmom.net? Why did you start that organization and what is its purpose? Sure. I would love to. So one of my sons, when he was nine or 10, he began watching pornography and we did not know it. He was just curious, asked an older trusted teen, and the teen let him have access. And that just began a a slow descend, if you will, into his problem. But I was completely ignorant. I mean, I knew pornography existed, but I thought, well, not my kid. You know, we're a Christian home. We homeschooled our kids, you know, all the the right things, so to speak. Daddy's Um, a pastor. (laughs) Yes, daddy's a pastor. Exactly. You know, our kids are perfect, right? (laughs) So when he was 14, though, he was watching some pornography and he had a bogus warning pop up on his screen stating that if he didn't pay money, that they were going to call the police and have him arrested. Now, thankfully, he chose to tell us rather than pay the money, but that I was completely devastated. Like I said, I did, this wasn't even on our radar. I had no idea. And I had all the feels when it came out. I was shocked and I was hurt and I was angry, sad. I felt guilty and I felt ashamed, but mostly I felt alone because I didn't believe that I could tell anybody about our situation which is, I think, where a lot of parents find themselves. And we did what we could to help him. But at the age of 16, we found out that he was still using pornography. He actually confessed this time that, and then we found out, you know, he actually had an addiction. So 
At that point, we started a rigorous program for him. And through that process of trying to help him, trying to to figure it all out and doing some research, I found out how pervasive pornography really is in our homes. As a matter of fact, the average age of exposure is eight to 11. And I wondered, why aren't we talking about this? Why aren't we talking to our kids? And why aren't we talking to each other as parents? So I started hopefulmom.net to support and encourage and offer practical tips to other parents in this online world that we have. So that was its origin and what I try to do. And, and thank God you did, because it is horrendous what's happening to our youth, this digital world that we're living in and the access they have so easily. Yes. When should parents start talking with their children about sex and pornography? And what steps can they take to prepare their children? That's a great question. And it's one that we get on a regular basis. Um, Parents mull this over, you know, am I going to expose my child accidentally by talking about it? And so my answer is that parents should start discussing pornography and its dangers as early as possible when their children are very young, but specifically and definitely before handing a child any device that has access to internet. And that includes allowing them to use the remote control on a smart TV or handing them a tablet to watch a video. Because I've heard of children finding pornography through a Peloton treadmill. I've heard of four-year-olds. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? I've heard um, of a four-year-old watching it accidentally on a YouTube video. He's one video stopped and the next one popped up and that's what it was. I've heard a mom of a seven-year-old tell me that her daughter was at a sporting event and a friend showed her a picture that was pornographic. So, you know, we think wait till puberty, but that really isn't the answer any longer. And, and really by middle school, our children are sending and receiving nudes, sometimes unsolicited. So we think that the phone is locked down. We think we have all the parameters in place, the filters, et cetera. But then a friend sitting next to him just says, hey, look at this. and shows it. So, you know, we want to be ahead of the game. So some of the steps that I recommend besides having filters, which I totally recommend filters on Wi-Fi, filters on devices and using those parental controls, but we need to talk with our children so that the children are prepared when these events happen. We want to be the experts. You know, we don't need to be afraid that, oh, we're going to bring up this word and then they're going to Google it because we need to be the one to bring up the word and tell them not to Google it. We don't want to be afraid of the conversation because we don't want them to be afraid of the conversation. We don't want them to be afraid to talk to us. Protect Young Eyes says that we need to have 10 under 10. And what they mean is that we should have 10 conversations with our children about pornography before age 10. But, you know, sometimes that's a little scary. And we don't mean, you know, have these full on in-depth, let's get serious talks. It can be like as brief as, you know, you're going in the car, you're riding down the road and you just say, hey, you know, if you ever see anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, like a naked person on the internet, and we, by the way, we call that pornography, let me know, you know, it's okay to tell me you're not going to be in trouble. You know, we caution our children not to touch a hot stove or not to run in the street. So It should really start coming naturally for us to say, if you see a photo or a video of someone that makes you feel funny or shows their private body parts, then turn away and come tell me. You know, we want to distinguish also the the difference between good pictures and bad pictures. 
And there are two books that I recommend, Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, and Good Pictures, Bad Pictures Junior for the little ones that really helps us get into that conversation without us being, you know, having to broach it and trying to figure out what am I supposed to say? Those books are highly recommended and they're really great, but we need to define pornography for them. John Fort in his book, Honest Talk says to define it this way for the little ones. Pornography is any image, photo, video, or drawing of a nude person that focuses on private parts or touching private parts. So I really like that definition yes. for our for our little ones. I like, you know, the gab phone. Yes. It's absolutely. A, it's a perfect phone for little younger children, not little ones, but younger children. They have no internet access, but they can still reach their parents and text their parents. And Right. And the great thing about that phone is it looks like a smartphone because a lot of kids are like, well, you know, everybody else has a smartphone, but it at least has the look of a smartphone so that they're, you know, they don't look like they're not included. They're not, you and, know, like their peers. <laughs> and then there's that internet research for kids called Kiddle.co, K-I-D-D-L-E.co. When they search that, if they type in like, say, smoking or sex, mm -hmm. it, it pops up and says, oops, no, not found or oops, try nice. again. So nice. that's yeah. And there's a lot of different filters that you can use, but you have to really be aware of what they do and what they don't do, because some of them, like, especially if you have a phone with apps, it won't go into the app and won't filter out. So, you know, that's right. where your parental controls need to come into play, too. You know, yeah. there was a story of one parent I read that I talked about on a previous episode also where their five-year-old was on the iPad and she was playing a game. And all of a sudden she came running to them and said, you know, daddy, daddy, I saw a bad picture. And daddy looks at the iPad and he doesn't see anything but the game. And he thought, well, maybe it just popped up and, you know, it's gone now. So she goes and she plays again and she comes running back again, daddy, it came on again, it came on again. And so this time what daddy did was he took a picture of his daughter, her face, and he held it up to the camera on the iPad. So it looked as if his daughter was looking at the screen again, and it popped uh -huh. up. The pornographic <gasps> picture popped up. Wow. So then he put a piece of tape over the camera. Yeah, that's the thing that parents need to understand is that the pornography industry is preying on our children. And so I think we think it's just this thing in the background that they may or may not get to, but they are after our kids because they know that if they get a consumer early enough, they're going to have a consumer for life. But that's why we're talking about it is because we want parents to know that when your kid comes to you, you want to make sure that you just thank them and say, I appreciate the fact that you came to me. Thanks for telling me. And, you know, ask just some brief questions like, well, what did you see and how did it make you feel? especially as they get older, because we want to make sure they understand that these dangers are worse than you can imagine. Because as they get older, you know, they're going right. to be like, well, this makes me feel good, or I don't see what the problem is. So yeah, I think it it, if you're young. calm, it's not so alarming to them. Yes. Even absolutely. though it's an alarming situation, they feed off your behavior and your actions. And they think, oh, well, it's okay. Mom said it's okay. It happens. So to them, then it's like they can let go of that image so much easier yes. than, if, than if we make a big, huge deal out of it. And when we bring God into it and we tell him, look, this is what God wants for our life. We Sex is good. He created it. But when we distort it by looking at these pictures, then it messes up what God created and designed it for in the future. Lust is imprisoning. 
Mm-hmm. Lust is deceitful. It's the opposite of uh, Corinthians, what love is. Yes. And it's selfish. Very and selfish. We're supposed to be selfless. The love that God has for us is selfless. So can you tell us about the book you're writing and what resources you recommend to the parents that are listening? Sure. And we've mentioned most of the resources that I would recommend, although I do have a a huge list of resources on my website page, hopefulmom.net. So you can go there too, but the Gab watch or phone, putting filters on your devices like Covenant Eyes, filters on your Wi-Fi like Griffin, Protect Young Eyes website is a really good place to go to. The book I'm writing, I'm so excited about it. I wrote a book for parents to help them have conversations with their children about relationships. And like you mentioned, the working title is Healthy Relationships in a Hookup World. It's scheduled to be released summer 2023. And in it, I talk about the deterioration of relationships. Basically, how did we get where we are? Habits of healthy relationships and then personal recovery and restoration of broken relationships due to some of the behaviors that we are seeing in today's culture, like watching pornography or being involved in the hookup culture or spending too much time online. So I'm really excited for it to hit the streets. Well, we are excited also for you and for the book. I can't wait for it to come out. And again, who's ever listening, if you even have the slightest inclination that your child might be involved, or has been exposed to pornography, please go to hopefulmom.net to get Barb's wonderful wisdom on how you can handle the situation and prepare your children early. And thank you for being on the show, Barb. We greatly appreciate you and all you're doing. Thank you, Leanne. I appreciate you and what you're doing also. Thank you. And this is how we can all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. 